0: Are you still there? No. Cecile, are you still there? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Broom Vagoon, your weekly dose of bicycle chats together with Stefano aka Calamaro. I have to say this all the times because otherwise you will not understand why my email is hello at calamaro.cc. Yes, because calamaro.cc is my blog and also my nickname that I just invented when I started talking I'm writing on calamaro.cc that is my blog. So email, yeah, write me everything you want. I don't know if this morning for you was a bad morning because your boss yelled at you, or probably because just the coffee was too shit and you put salt on it instead of sugar, write it to me. And I will suggest to you some good, nice track that you can use to recover your morning talking about trucks and music tracks, I can say that you'd remember still this intro that I'm having and this music that you can feel in the background all the time is by my friend Crypt Things, and you can find all his tracks on his SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash CryptThings, give him a thumbs up because it's great music. Other contacts, so Twitter.com slash Reed Calamaro, you can find every day there all the things that I'm talking about, all the news, updates and everything about my life, my world and cycling world in general. Also everything in general, for example yesterday I was talking with Bonobo because he was putting music, he was uh, playing his music from the London Office, the London studio of NTS, by the way, amazing radio NTS. And I was writing it on Twitter because I wanted to share with all of you this amazing live. Writing, okay, just connect to the website of NTS, nts.live, to listen to the amazing live of Bonobo from LA. Then he tweeted me back and he said, no man is not from LA, it's from London. Uh-uh. Big fail. So by the way, if you want to see this chat that I'm having with people, or if you just you want to interact with me, twitter.com slash ridcalamaro slash read calamaro that you can put at the end of instagram.com as well and you're gonna find my instagram account where you can find my pictures and stories for example on sunday i was going out for my freezing ride and i saw outside of the Brandenburger tour this bus that was actually on the side and not in a natural position and i put the picture and you can see this picture on my instagram account as i was saying instagram.com slash this week is gonna be really it happened all of a sudden you know it's just if you want we can introduce the concept of serendipity just go with the flow and you will find something cool just follow the flow and this is gonna happen so a couple of weeks ago i interviewed this professional rider uh, cecile and uh, yeah we were talking about her life she was actually training in uh, girona girona will be probably my winter rides location so something like for a break of the working life in February I think I'm gonna fly there to ride a bit of bicycle that's another story so we were talking with Cecile about yeah everything that is happening in uh, the racing world a couple of tips on breakfast a couple of tips yeah you are gonna listen to this and another thing that we were talking actually the main topic of the interview was the state of woman cycling how it's growing it's taking a lot of space fortunately, thanks to social media around the world, everything is really cool, Everybody's really excited and uh, we can say actually that it looks like a lot of new uh, players, riders are coming into the scene and that's really nice because Cyclist is amazing. And yeah, talking about this thing I was thinking about editing this in that way, in this other way while this morning I was checking in the social media when I found actually the amazing (coughs) Uh, let's say, the campaign, the social media campaigns that Pinarello did for the launch of their new bicycle, road bicycle, electric road bicycle. And uh, yeah, because, you know, they just launched this carbon fiber racing uh, e-bike so everybody can actually have fun with an e-bike uh, while maybe they are not trained enough like myself, you know, and uh, they can use actually for recreation and so, yeah, they also people that are not so trained can have fun in the mountains with such a bicycle but that's a good point actually but the really horrible point that they got over there was simply putting into the advertising a picture of a girl i don't remember the name maybe i can have a look to it yeah i taped it in my mobile and now i have it in front of me so the picture was of this yeah beautiful girl that it was actually a face picture, picture of, his, of her face and downstairs underneath there was written something like Hema, a 24 years old couple rider, couple rider, thousand of year of battles of feminism, couple rider let's go on. And on the side, in the description, I think it was actually an Instagram post There was written something like, I've always wanted to go cycling with my boyfriend, but it seemed impossible. Soon everything will become possible. And then these were was, this was her words, and then something like another description was, the countdown has just started, link in bio. What the hell? what the hell, as I was saying, thousands of years of battles and still, still being stuck in the cliché that girls cannot ride as good as boys and cyclists is only a sport for male audience and for sure, men are gonna be always stronger than girls. Well, let's say go on this side, just take this direction. I cannot split the word between male cyclists and female cyclists. The thing that we have to split, the split that we have to do, is in trained cyclists and untrained cyclists. I will stay actually on this side, on the untrained one. So, not all girls should use a e-bike, actually have been riding in my whole life with, I don't know, something like a hundred, a bit more than a hundred girls, and they were all stronger than me, all of them. And I would say that they would be actually way stronger than at least 87, 80, 87% of all the boys that they're around and listening to my voice. So we can just make this split. And on the other side, it's not good for you, Mr. Pinarello, to make this advertising, you know, this kind of medieval way to see the world. If you want to get more girls on board in the cycling world, that actually is the world, is the market who is paying the rent of your family and the food of your kids, you should open a bit more your mind and go out from your cave. Because it doesn't worth it. It's not uh, 2017 to target an audience of sexist guys who actually have I don't know having fun of girls who cannot ride. Open the market to the ladies. So the result of this campaign around, I think that they took out this picture from their social media and everybody was starting writing on the social media, on Twitter especially, but also on Facebook, about how sexist is this campaign and now many uh, amazing riders, girls, are around the world there. And I hope that they're going to be even more because cyclists is something that should be Global. So if you want also to have a look to everything, all the conversation that we're around, just go in the social media Twitter and Instagram mainly and put the hashtag Pinarello. Like Pinarello, but with the N between the second L and the o or you can also go to the website of cycling tips and read the article that was there it's really really interesting but stop talking about this unpleasant thing and just move on with the interview that i did last week as i was telling you i was interviewing cecile Utrup ludwig that is a danish rider who rides for the Cervelo bigla and yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff and you're gonna hear a bit more about her because she's really, really, really talented. And uh, yeah, then enjoy the interview. Bye, guys. I'll talk to you in a bit. And today I'm super, super happy because I'm making this interview and I really, uh, I'm really happy. I'm really, uh, yeah, interested and uh, delighted to have with me Cecile utrup Ludwig. Uh, did I say it correct, Cecile?
1: <laughs> yes, it was just wrong.
0: <laughs> and so bad. No, no, no. And uh, yeah, she's a pro cyclist, but maybe it's better for yeah, you, Cecile, to introduce yourself.
1: Um, yeah, so, uh, well, my name is uh, Cecile Utrup Ludwig, as you said, and um, I'm 22 years um, I uh, write for Savilu Big Lab Pro Cycling Team. Um, which I did this year and uh, which I will also do next year. Um, and yeah, then uh, I'm living uh, the good life, um, according to if you ask my, um, if you ask me, because um, yeah, I get to do what I love and and I even get paid for it. Um, so every day I, I would uh, ride my bike and uh, um, and yeah, just uh, have fun and, and enjoying life.
0: Amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, the dream of at least my dream, but I think also the dream of a lot of people that are listening to this pod, uh, to this podcast. So you were saying that you are you are super young, by the way, twenty two years old. And uh, but how everything started? How your uh, yeah experience with bicycle, your love for bicycle, started? Um,
1: well, um, I was actually a former swimmer. And um, then I, I felt sick every time that I was in the water. And uh, when you train, you train really a lot as a, as a swimmer, and many times in the water per week. So, you know, it, it, that was quite um, shitty. Um, pardon my French. And then I, I started to, to try to find um, a new sport, but nothing really got my attention. And then I think um, there was uh, the local newspaper had an article that the local cycling club had a 90th birthday and they invited people to come down uh, to have a chat and i think also to have new members in in the cycling club um, and uh, again yeah, then i thought yeah why not uh, go down and, and have a chat and uh, yeah ever since uh, i've been cycling and i think uh, it's also because they were so um, warm and welcome um, in in the in that cycling club um and if i had you know a mechanical problem with the bike i would take it down uh, monday evening and then there would be like six men standing you know all at once trying to fix my bike and i think i got you know overwhelmed by yeah everything that they they did for me and maybe it was because i was the only girl in the cycling club but anyway i i think um yeah, that was also a big yeah, factor um, that played why I yeah, yeah, continued um, but right now yeah it's, uh, it's the sport that that I love the most um,
0: great and also still talking about uh, the kind of cyclist you are how would you con- uh, would you define yourself as a cyclist and not only talking about the classic categories climber or I don't know sprinter or whatever but can you define a bit your passion about bicycle, apart from it?
1: Yeah, um, so in general, I think I would love to consider myself as an all-rounder because I, I would like to be good at climbing, which is, um, yeah, something my, um, is my big passion and something that uh, um, I, I'm, I'm okay at. And then I think uh, I would also like to improve my, my time trial skills, um, which is uh, yeah, something that you need to practice uh, a lot to be a really good time trialer. Um, and uh, and yeah, and also to be able to do a good sprint, you know, once in a while or, I mean, in smaller group. Um, but but uh, mostly, um, it's, it's also about, you know, if you want to be a good climber, then you need to practice it, and uh, yeah, it's 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 difficult because um, right now my base is in Denmark, which is uh, yeah really flat, <laughs> um, so that it's hard to to practice um, mountains when we don't have mountains. So to to practice mountains and to become a good climber, I think you need to yeah do a lot of climbing. Um, so I, I need to travel around the world. <laughs> And try to seek mountains, um, which is uh, where um, I'm talking with you right now. Um, I'm currently in Spain, yeah, to uh, to, to train a bit, uh, also for um, yeah the base miles um, towards uh, next season.
0: Okay, so I have to ask you this question. I will jump through the question. I will go directly to this one. Uh, so, yeah, you told me that you are a good climber. and uh, But for training for climbing, you went to find some mountains. So there is no hope. I <laughs> cannot actually train so good on climbing <laughs> mountains without a mountain close to me.
1: Well, I, I think mm, it depends. I mean, I was um, people also eh, laugh about it. Or, I mean, maybe not laugh. But they, they also are... Why is it that um, she can be good at climbing and she lives in, in a country that is so pancake flat? Um, so I think, yeah, maybe if you have to become yeah, like um, really a specialist in climbing, then you, you need to, to have uh, mountains to train with because you, I, I think you, uh, you just get better um, when you are uh, climbing. But I think that... Um, to have or give you some some good tips uh, to what you can do if you live in a in a flat uh, city or in a in a flat country like I do, um, then I think it's it's very important to, um, I mean for me um, to train a lot of um, wind uh, or to headwind, yeah, headwind. <laughs> um, to to get yourself strong. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you can uh, maybe go on um, like an indoor trainer, but um, now they with the technology um, getting better and better, now you can, you know, simulate that you're going up a mountain. And I don't know if that would help that uh, if you're doing that. I, I never did that. So, but... Maybe. Um, I don't know if you ever tried to experimenting on trying to, to simulate that you're going up a mountain and maybe that could help you on your climbing skills. Uh, I don't know, but um...
0: Yeah, let's say I tried to do,, uh, yeah, I tried to do it last year. But the only result that I got was actually to completely uh, wet my room with my sweat. It's not good. It's not good. It's a bit disgusting. I can tell you.
1: Yeah. Then, okay, that was a bad tip then. Hmm.
0: No, no, no. It's a great, uh, it's a great tip. I think yeah, yeah, it's a great thing also because it's not, you know, it's not my fault. It's not our fault. It's not the fault yeah. of everybody living. I um, love mountains and living in a flat environment. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will consider then to, to move myself to a city where there are mountains. If I like mountains, I need to find mountains yeah, to climb maybe. them. So yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I will try to find a solution but yeah actually they're gonna come the day for the top two tour while when I have to climb 4,000 meters and then I will find myself in front of my responsibilities with my passion I would see and still continue talking about yourself uh, which one are the race the races that you love the most you say okay this is the race that I really love okay. a couple one so, whatever. Um, I
1: think um the, the uh, one that comes to mind at first is uh, Liège-Bastogne-Liège, um, which we, I raced uh, this year, and I think it's, yeah, one of the most um, beautiful and uh, nice courses uh, for a one-day race that um, that I've done. Um, I think uh, the Valais area is. Uh, is so beautiful and um really Mm -hmm. challenging because it's always these in belgium like really um steep but i mean relatively small climbs um but those i I just uh yeah those i love um it's it's so tough but it's uh it's so cool and also because you know the the vibes that uh, there is around the yeah the bike race because in belgium and and also in, in Holland, you know, cycling is kind of their national sport. So it's, it's so big and, and so it many is. spectators will be out on the course, um, which, you know, um, always when they cheer and uh, yell for you, you get that extra motivation. And uh, I think that's just um, so cool with the uh, racing in yeah, both Belgium and, and Holland. Um, because yeah, they're so passionate um, uh, spectators. So um, and and also one of my other favorite races is um, Strada Bianca, which is uh, yeah, in Italy, um, and uh, which goes on these uh, iconic um, and, and famous uh, gravel roads, uh, white gravel roads, um, and and which is also in a, in a very. Uh, hilly area um so yeah i mean but in general just i love races where there is either hills and or mountains but it's very rare actually that we have um mountains in in a woman's race um I, we had it this year in in la course uh, which was yeah the, the women's edition of uh, the tour de france which was um, yeah, a two-day uh, race um but, uh, yeah, where we climbed uh, Col d'Isois, but uh, but otherwise, um, we, we don't really have many races where we, where we climb uh, okay. a proper uh, mountain. Um, apart also from the Giro d'Italia, or the Giro Rosa, of course, for the women. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I hope that uh, you know in, in time that we can get um, more races where we don't just climb hills which is nice but also can climb real mountains that would be so cool
0: yeah and talking about real mountains or just hills or steep hills or whatever which one are the one that you prefer to train on or also just to, um, to ride on
1: yeah that's a good question so I don't. I don't know if I have like a a favorite mountain yet. Um. Uh, I don't know if I have explored uh, enough of the world with uh, all the hills or or the mountains, uh, yet. Um. I I do love this area around the Tirona, which is in Spain. Um. About yeah, hundred kilometers from Barcelona. Um, it's, it's such a beautiful area and with really nice climbs, you can both get like steep ones, but, um, yeah, really, really steep ones. And then also just like steady ones, um, which is, it's so cool for training. Um, and I would actually, I've seen so many pictures of, um, of, um, Stelvio so I would love to do the Selvio, uh, yeah. but I didn't do that yet, so that's on my bucket list um, to do. Um, but yeah, the, the favorite mountain, um, maybe I don't have that yet. I do love uh, a mountain um, here uh, which is called Cobra, Uh which is near yeah, it's a city called um, um it's it's start actually very steady, but then um, yeah, about in the middle, then it gets really really steep and nasty. But uh, the view on top uh, is uh, this. Uh, I mean, it's worth the suffering. So um, that's also yeah the beauty of riding climbs. But, you know the the beautiful view that you get, or yeah the the payoff when you are on top of it and uh, you like you made it Um, that's yeah
0: that's really nice yeah the kind of views that actually you have to earn you know you have to put a lot of pain and a lot of effort and you have to earn the beautiful views on top of the mountains yeah exactly Yeah, it's just crazy. Actually, uh, you are convincing me also with this chat a bit more about because I'm planning to do some uh, winter, let's say winter training, uh, winter enjoying of the bicycle in Spain, maybe in February. And I'm still deciding if I want to do it in Mallorca where everybody goes or going to Girona uh, we'll double check at the end of the day Ryanair is in the both of the side and I can rent a good bicycle in the both of the places but I don't know Girona it looks like a bit yeah, you know a, a bit more in the sea in the, the country in the continent so I'm still thinking about Girona and actually after our chat I think that this is gonna be the way I oh, will see
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I can definitely recommend both places uh, Mario, it's, uh, such a nice uh, place for cycling but um, but yeah here in Girona it's uh, it's also a very very beautiful and a nice area to train in. Um, so in both ways you'll get uh, I think you'll get a very nice um, yeah vacation or uh, where you can ride your bike
0: okay yeah because you're going off and off and also to Mallorca right
1: yeah I mean I've uh, yeah, been to Mallorca a couple of times and um, I, I, I also love um, Mallorca. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's such a nice place for if you're a cyclist.
0: So, yes, thanks a lot for the tips. I think that I will use them, especially for my uh, riding session in winter. And another question that jumps into my mind is, uh, uh, yeah, so you as part of uh, female, female sorry, professional cyclism, how... Would you see this, uh, yeah, this movement? Let's say the uh, this kind of sport in the midterm, because actually I'm super happy to see that a lot of. Uh, ladies are riding bicycle right now obviously professional wise and not this means that actually uh it's better because it's improving it's improving a lot and uh, because i see actually as a way bicycle as a way of uh, socializing and be together and also a cultural thing and super happy about it how can you see it from inside and how is your perspective for the future
1: yeah i mean and like you said i i, I really hope that uh, women cycling is um is, is developing and and like it did uh, the the last year um I, I really hope that it continues that way um in in a good direction where we can develop uh, even more and get even more women to ride their bike um and and also to uh, to get women the uh, or w- if you do women's cycling um uh, professionally, then to get the women cyclists the attention that I think women cycling deserves, um, which means yeah, putting more TV transformation or like um, yeah TV coverage. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I really hope that uh, that that's uh, the way we're going, and and I have uh, yeah faith in because I think um this year uh it improved a lot uh and yeah um so so i really hope uh, that that is is the way um because i, I don't think that uh, that cycling should be a, a male or a sport i i think it should uh, i think we should get just as many um women out on their bike um because it's not uh, um yeah uh, uh, a male sport it's not uh, a man sport Uh, i think uh, women are are just uh, could also ride their bikes and it's uh, it's uh, like you said it's so beautiful about uh, cycling is that you can travel to places and go to different uh, terrains to train in if you want to train mountains and you go yeah, for example, to Spain, Italy or some places. And if you want to train flat, you can go to Denmark. It's um, and, and while traveling around the world and while cycling, um, you can both have, you know, fresh air, nature-wise. So beautiful places you can go. And you you can um, sit two and two and, and have a chat. So, yeah, like you said, socializing while um, doing your passion. So... Yeah, that's
0: yeah. beautiful about cycling. Yeah, and if I can give also something like my uh, yeah my the, the this thing that I saw while I'm riding the bicycle, I have been ridden with uh, yeah a lot of yeah women uh, in this year especially here in berlin and i can tell you that all the time that there is a girl in the peloton she's way way stronger than me so for sure that's not a male sport uh, i can see actually a lot of talent on, uh yeah on that's girls riding good. the bicycle and I'm super happy about it because yeah it's kind of a way of socializing I don't know i grew up in italy where mostly most of the sport is really uh splitted you know so you have i don't know volleyball just for girls football just for boys who cares you know just play together just ride the bicycle together just socializing it is not only a competitive thing everybody can be super good in any sport it's not a matter it's a matter of skills it's not a matter of sex that's the thing exactly yeah and having fun for sure Mm So yeah, I have to do this question because I was watching an interview on Thursday about yourself. And i actually actually looking for some suggestions and ideas and uh, tips about breakfast. And I know that you have a special key in your... Uh, in your pocket about breakfast yeah going back to the conversation uh, which one is your favorite breakfast before training i don't want to know before a ride because i know that before a ride you have to eat a bit of carbs or rice and pasta and whatever no just go for the tasty things yes. what, what's your favorite breakfast thing
1: yeah i do have a special special and very good tip which uh, i think is is the best <laughs> to eat um, if you want to go for a ride, or if you—I mean—you can eat it everywhere at any time, um, and it's so it's it's quite simple. Um, so you have you'll have uh, bread, and you'll have avocado, which you mm-hmm. you can sm- uh, mash on top of the bread, and then on top of the avocado, um, you you can have uh, a piece of chocolate. <laughs> ah. So you know it's it's so good because avocado is really really good chocolate or dark chocolate is really really good so why isn't it that it can't be good together um and and it actually is so it's uh, yeah i would really recommend you to try the avocado chocolate um sandwich um which is yeah my favorite uh kind of um of food <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we have to actually to found a club of avocado cyclists because I'm also a fan of avocado. It's, I think <laughs> it's my favorite breakfast. Is I have been yeah. eating something like four or five times a, a week every morning. It's really my favorite breakfast. As I was saying, we have to found or um, just make some T-shirt or some caps. Avocado lover cyclists. Yes,
1: we, <laughs> yeah, we should. That could be so much fun. <laughs>
0: Let's do it. Okay, Cecile, it was really a pleasure to talk with you. I hope that all the recording went through, but we will check it together. Yeah, if uh, you would love to add the last thing in our interview, that's the time to do it. Hopefully, it's going to be recorded.
1: Good. I just wanted to say that, uh, yeah, I hope that uh, that you reach your goal. You know, not uh, even though um, that you're not living in a city where you can climb mountains every day i i really hope that um, that you can just yeah i mean the, i think the most important is that you just have fun on the bike and uh, enjoy what you're doing and and then i think you uh, you can ride with the uh, with the passion um and that will it says it is it's the thing that uh, will get you the longest way i think um and make you climb fast if you have the passion you have for for um, cycling
0: yeah for sure i will do and i will keep you informed for sure maybe if you want to ride the salvia maybe we can do it together i'm planning to do it in september if you're not in the clue of your season we can do it
1: yeah that's good yeah that that sounds like a deal (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah. let's do then. (laughs) perfect Perfect, Cecile. It was a really, yeah, a pleasure. And yeah, I will follow you. Continue following on uh, your races or whatever. I would see the results, and I was, I will actually have a look to your social media to, yeah, to cheer at you constantly. Thank you very and,
1: much. <laughs> and I will follow, yeah, your uh, podcast. Uh, it's uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> thanks
0: a lot. Thanks a lot. Okay, and it was really fun. And talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao.
1: Talk to you. Ciao.
0: And yeah, it was really, really great to hear from the voice of Cecile how cool is to ride the bicycle and I hope also to um, inspire uh, all the ladies that are there around to ride the bicycle, take the bicycle and ride it, to have a lot of fun and uh, yeah, to be also in the team that is kicking my ass, but I think everybody can kick my ass also because I'm the untrained rider, also my niece that is five years old can do it without any problem. Moving on, just a couple of things before to uh, wrap this episode. I just want to tell you that there and yeah, after my interview, uh, Tandem and all the team of the Bon or Bust. well at the end they finished their ride with I think 17 flat tires but a lot of money that they founded against the fossil combustible Well done guys, you were great and uh, yeah, thanks a lot for the fun. For sure I will try to interview some more of you in the next future. Last thing that I want to add, guys, I am in front of a dilemma, really. That's a huge questioning that is jumping here around in my mind. So I got extracted to do the Maratona delle Dolomiti, the 1st of July. It's a great, great ride. It's a competition actually, and you know how I'm not a competitive guy. But anyways, it's a great party, cycling party. But the point is that it's just one week before the Etape du Tour. So I'm asking you, what do you think I should do? Should I participate? Should I subscribe then to the Maratona delle Dolomiti after I was extracted? or just I need to drop the subscription and try again next year. Give me your suggestions and actually tell me what to do. Where? Hello at calamaro.cc, that's my email. twitter.com slash read calamaro, my Twitter account, instagram.com slash read calamaro as well. I cannot finish this episode without saying thanks a lot to my sponsor Wahoo, Wahoo Element, always with me, and Isadore. It was a long weekend of riding this one because actually I was here in Berlin and I actually fought a lot on my ride and uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with my jersey and my, especially with my base layer who kept me completely fine, happy and warm. Isadore is the best choice that you can have over there. I will talk to you next week guys, it's gonna be Tip Top Tuesday and I have already a couple of topics that I want to touch, you will know a bit more next time, bye!